Hello. Hi. Welcome. It's the NCXT Club Podcast number 13. Technically, it's the NCXT Clubcast. Oh, yeah. I huh? decided today. Change the name. NCXT Clubcast number 13. I am NCXT. With me today, as always, we have Ivan. Hello. Happy Friday, Junior. And special guest is NZX Twesley. NZXT Twizzly? NZX Twizzly. NZXT Wesley. AKA Dragon Slayer, AKA Big Papa, AKA Wesser. Big Wesser. Wesser. AKA Fortnite God. Oh, yeah, definitely not that. Fortnite the Slump God. <laughs> he is the oldest guy in the office who plays Fortnite. Probably the whole world. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Wes, what is your official title at NZXT? I am currently the PR and Partnerships Manager. So you can get me a sponsorship? Possibly. Oh, what are the requirements for that? Requirements for <laughs> partnerships. Go um, right into the bat. So go right, right into in. that. So, <laughs> I mean, if we look at many different fields, you need to be active either on Twitch, YouTube. Uh-huh. Those are the, like the two main. Definitely um, not Mixer. Yeah, well, and, and Mixer. <laughs> stream, streaming. Forgot about Mixer. Streaming platforms. What about Hitbox.tv? Possibly. I mean, if, oh, yeah. if you have a, a large enough audience, you know, oh. if you're pulling in concurrent viewerships that, you know, are of significant size, you uh-huh. know, that's definitely a, the first place to start. All right, cool. Thanks. All right, guys, that was it. All right. Thanks Thank for, uh, for being here. Really appreciate it. I think part two for that is <laughs> we, you know, echo mm-hmm. our own core values. We look for that same um, set of qualities in the people we partner with, you know, people who pursue passion, who are humble, um, I don't remember all the core values. I think Ivan knows them all, though. Uh, Foster community. See, pursue passion. Uh, demonstrate courage. Look further. Foster community. Accept accountability. Be humble and accept accountability. Yeah, it's easy, man. How can you forget that? I just have to remember <laughs> all the names of our conference rooms. That's true. Are we missing a couple conference rooms? Like they're actually or- no, they're here. They're just um, they're really tiny rooms that are being used for storage right now, yeah. like the. Uh, What's Demonstrate the Courage room? room. That one is uh, basically a broom closet. <laughs> What's the Johnny room? The one where he's always in, like on the phone. The uh, one like no with no windows or anything. That's technically a, a phone call booth. Yeah, yeah. Right. but I heard that uh, Wesley is actually going to make that a streaming room. Oh, really? That's or Alex? Room. Yeah. Um, or Alex said you were. Oh yeah, because <laughs> he wants to test uh, streaming stuff. Yeah. We might Which, do both. Um, you know, we might do it in our marketing room as well because we have right. like the couches and, you know, a more nice. like casual setup. So yeah. that might be. I'd be down for that. You know, where we do like group streams because the other room is kind of tiny. It's we should tiny. email companies asking to get sponsored. Can you sponsor my stream? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a I'm a I'm a up and coming streamer mm-hmm. on Hitbox TV and I really need a sponsorship so I could jumpstart my career. Can you guys help me? Wow. Um, but I'm really actually happy and excited that Wesley's on the podcast because he's an, another old timer like me. He's he probably has a bunch of stories. So yeah. Uh, so I was going to start off by like saying that like I feel like the middle child here because I feel like you guys are like the old heads and I'm like right in between like that bridge between. Technically, you're not even part of the family yet. All the kids. <laughs> wow. It's like that. You're our adopted son right now. Before we continue on, I actually do have to remind everybody if you're listening on uh soundcloud and now spotify we're on mm-hmm. spotify by the way just look for n6t club or just n6t it should yeah. be one of the person that, that pops up that's actually the reason why i told you this morning we should change the name from n6t club podcast to n6t club cast uh-huh, uh-huh. because when i was on spotify i noticed it would say like n6t club dot 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 or pod dot 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 yeah. dot 
and it just looked pretty bad. So. Actually, I, I don't even know what it looks like if I check it now. But anyway, if you do want to uh, listen live, we are live on discord.gg slash nzxt. Every Thursday, 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. nzxt.com slash club, nzxt.co slash club. Just look for nzxt club and you'll and or discordhomies.com. Yeah, discordhomies.com. <laughs> I can't believe we still own that domain. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, so Wes, uh, Wes is a he's definitely an old head, it's old, old, uh, old weeb. Literally and figuratively. Yeah, that's what I like to call him. He's like, hey, did you ever watch the show back in the 1980s when you weren't alive? I'm like, no, I haven't. I mean, he uh, spent like a half an hour telling me one about of the it. few people older than me. Really? Yeah. But we did graduate the same year. Yeah, I was <laughs> I was held back. Oh really? No. <laughs> uh, I was born um in October, so I was always like the it's like one of those weird dates or whatever. I was I graduated high school and started college when I was seventeen years old. <laughs> it's kinda weird, right? Did you really? Yeah, my first semester of college I was seventeen. August nineteen ninety nine. I think I skipped a year for I went to college because I, 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 I hated school so much that all I did was play uh Dota for like I think like eight months. And, and like, look at you now. And look at me now. And like one day my dad barges in the room. What are you doing? Out. I'm like, I'm playing Dota. I have to go to school, go to work, or get out of here. I'm like, okay. So then I got a job. <laughs> one day I'm going to be on a podcast, dad. You'll see. Yeah, You'll I, see. I was trying to think about what I played when I went into college. And the Dreamcast wasn't even out yet. Yeah, it was. It came out, I remember because my senior year. Dreamcast came out in September of 99. I started college in like August of 99. But I remember you said that. Uh, well, it came out in Japan. There like, was a J Japan version, yeah. which is probably, I didn't, I didn't know this until recently, maybe the one I had. But I missed the Dreamcast. I illegally pirated every single game. <laughs> You're the reason why the Dreamcast died. Yeah. It's your fault. It's all you. Yeah, I think I gave my friend $100 and he just burned like every game for me. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have like an old CD book, like yeah. one of those giant ones, yeah. just full of every game somewhere in storage. That those of you who don't know, CDs are this circular things where you used to store stuff on them, usually uh, music and stuff like that. And uh, can you still buy CDs these days? Like yeah. Target. Target. Best Buy got rid of their CD section this year, I think, or late last year. CDs are like DVDs, but they're only for music. Gets <laughs> <laughs> people who don't know. Yeah. I can't think of any other like, because they really store things. It's like a flash drive. I mean, the, the internet <laughs> goes in right the first out, time. Used to come on a CD. You get your AOL disc <laughs> in the mail. <laughs> the internet that was like the, the original. The spam. internet came in the mail. <laughs> Getting those things in the mail, man. You get yeah, your, your, your shareware on disc. Yeah. I mean, they were on like floppies first, but yeah. I think days. I think you guys are some of the. I think I've been said this last time that you're some of the only people left who remember life before the internet. Yeah, we're, yeah, we are. I think we're <laughs> our age is right on that cusp where it's like know, adult we, we, life. We have both internet. though, like yeah. where the internet was still something that was in high school for us, so yeah. computers were important. So we've been able to adjust to all the technology. And that's, that's why we're out. better than millennials. Dang, and why you guys will never catch up to us. Y'all know how to read a Thomas Guide? <laughs> we do, actually. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> so maps are a thing. <laughs> you used to print your maps. <laughs> like, oh my God, it's MapQuest. I can print my map I before I drive to Vegas. Like MapQuest, every, uh, Yahoo Maps. Every day I always see like people, like everyone I see is just like staring at their phone, right? Like everyone, you go outside, everyone's just walking with their neck down and staring at their phone. And I always think the same thing. I'm always like, is this person getting paid right now to look at their phone? Because <laughs> I am. That's like my justification yeah. for it. Like, And I don't know what people are doing on their phone all the time. 
but it's always like you know younger people um, i guess older people too i see them but mostly like, i mean every teenager you see on the streets like looking at their phone my wife and she called me last night. She's like, did you not get the text I sent you? I'm like, no, I don't look at my phone. Me too, man. I have all my, my notifications are always off. My phone's always on silent. I never look at it unless I have to like, you know, work. But yeah, I'm uh, not at the point of like my in-laws when their phone rings. It's like deafening. Yeah. So, <laughs> but I think we're one of the few people that can do that because we know what that's like, you know, because we live most of our life. We're not most of our life, a, a huge chunk of our life not staring at our phone like you know you still have a notepad you still write stuff down i still write stuff down i and lose my notepad all the time <laughs> <laughs> and then you take mine i have like yeah i have like four <laughs> notepads i don't yeah yeah uh, i forgot where my notepad was and took ivan's it just it just makes me look like more official or when i go to a meeting it's like oh he's taking notes oh, but i'm really usually smart, just yeah. drawing do doodles and s sketching stuff like drawing bananas in your drawing bananas on your ipad <laughs> um so wes how'd you how'd you end up at nzxt I don't. Where'd you come from? I'm trying to remember. Why so, partnerships? Why, P, why marketing? Why PR? Well, I started off as just PR. Uh, um, I. So you're doing Andy's job. Yeah. Oh. That's that's, that's what I started at. If you, you kind of roll back at least to how I got on the PR track, um, yeah. I had gone back to college in the early 2000s or 2010s. Uh, finished my degree. What wanted, was the hit song of that year? I don't know. I, I've been listening to the same music for like the last <laughs> 20 years. Despacito on repeat. Oh, so, so sad. yeah, so my degrees in journalism, I wanted to to write. Oh. I either wanted to do sports journalism or write about video games. Um, some paths opened up to write about video games. I ended up writing at Destructoid, which was a pretty popular gaming website for a while. Um, in doing that, though, learned that it's really hard to make a living in game journalism unless you end up at like IGN or GameSpot. Or what I should have done is went to YouTube and yeah. started making content there and you know that would have been, been a different story um, so many content creators right now who started writing for video games like well, like jim sterling right was from destructoid i forget who else on top of my head but i know there's like a lot of people who used to do writing and they're like oh this video thing it's kind of taken off maybe i should just everyone stop. wants to be ninja right now but yeah. everyone forgets ninja's been doing this for like a decade <laughs> yes yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. a, a good time. buddy of mine uh runs a youtube channel called game explain but it started off as a traditional site and he made YouTube like game guides, but he used to do guides for IGN and GameSpot and was just like, I'm tired of playing games I don't want to play. I want to make guides for the games I want to play. So, right, right. you know, where because he get tasked with like, okay, you have to make a game guide for Grand Theft Auto. And, you know, he's like a Nintendo fanboy. So like, that's not the game he wants to spend like 400, 500 hours in uncovering right. every little nook and cranny. And, you know, he's able to make a successful YouTube platform out of that. But so anyways, when I was doing writing for Destructoid, right. I was doing all the preview events, going to all these events, just seeing all the newest games, meeting all the PR reps, and I'm like, oh, I can do this. Um, way before I was doing journalism, I worked at like GameStop, I was a store manager, and PR is this hybrid of, of selling and then also knowing right. kind of like journalism as well. So this is a natural fit. Eventually was able to transition that into a PR gig at an agency, worked on games like Metal Gear Solid 5, pre-daybreak Sony Online Entertainment games, like helped launch H1Z1, DC Universe Online, the EverQuest games. What about Planetside? On, yeah, Planetside 2. I love Planetside 2. I played so much of that. It's was like it, the first community that like I worked with was the Planetside 2 has community. played more video games than any human being I've ever met in my life. And he's beat most of them, I would say. 
So yeah, from there, you know, fortunately when Sony Online Entertainment became Daybreak, there was a lot of layoffs. um, Mm -hmm. And unfortunately that affected our PR agency as well. So kind of hit the market and started looking for things locally. I'm in SoCal and I I feel like it was Craigslist. It might've been LinkedIn where I saw like a job posting for this company called NZXT that I was like, I've never heard of this. Do you see recruit off of Craigslist? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> it may not have been. It may have been. Like, I was having a hard time remember exactly. You where bought it a came couch from. and you got a job at the same site. <laughs> but yeah, I saw gaming in there. I started, you know, looking through content. Right. I looked at their YouTube. I actually saw a video of Ivan oh, at yeah? like it was the iBuy Power Fest that they had at the uh, oh the at esports, uh, esports arena yeah. esports arena. I interviewed my nephew on that. Yeah. Yeah, you guys did some videos. And I'm like, really? I'm like, this needs some work, but it looks pretty cool. Um, I, I built a computer before. It'd been right. a long time, so I, you know, just applied because you know, I wanted to find something in gaming that was local to me. And got here, and you know, it was it was a transition for me. You know, right. doing PR for cases instead of actual <laughs> video games, and yeah. you know, really focusing on hey, these are for gamers first. You know, then builders or right. builders and gamers. Yeah, we didn't get that Fellow many gamers. people who worked in the gaming industry who actually wanted to work with us because I mean we every we would say we're gamers and we're a gaming company but then you know they look on our website and it's like you guys just make metal boxes <laughs> so it was just kind of hard to uh, <laughs> convince people that no I swear we're a gaming company you know you know and for the longest time it was that but yeah. you guys you went to PAX that year so I got to go out to PAX East then we started sponsoring the Rocket League yeah. tournaments and so we were getting more involved in gaming and then been what two years now so i've been here almost four years so a little Ooh. bit down the pipeline you know yeah. johnny had this vision for for build and based on like you know pick the games you want to play set a budget and you know we'll take care of the rest for you you know next thing you know you know we're, we're basically we're selling game consoles you know pcs uh, you know gaming pcs it's you know really no different than marketing like an xbox or a playstation or a switch well i guess right. switch is portable but that's that literally <laughs> the only difference yeah, but yeah. It definitely solidified us as like a gaming brand when, you know, Build came in and yeah. took all that history that we had and, you know, validated it. So And also because Wesley signed literally like the ten most popular streamers in the whole world <laughs> within like a couple of months, just nailed everyone down. Yeah, that that helped too. Yeah. We, it was like the perfect storm, like battle royales were blowing up PC gaming. Well, we got like I don't know how it, it worked out this way, but you were able to sign Ninja like the day before he streamed with Drake or something like that. And then after that, you know, he blew up and, and then it was like, I don't think I'm, I'm sure it wasn't easy, but you know, it was kind of, kind of paved the way to get like, you know, courage, Lupo, all these other guys and gals. Um, and now I think we have, I mean, we have the best roster in my opinion of, of that's great. That's really, really good. Out there. Like if there's, if there's, I think a lot of companies spend a lot of time, uh, like not really curating who they who they sponsor. And I feel like we have like one of the best rosters. Like they have people from a lot of different places, especially now, you know, with like guys like Max and stuff like that. Like if you really like if you're not a Fortnite person, there's a lot of other streamers that we that we sponsor that could do a lot of a lot of cool stuff. Like I recently just rediscovered um uh Flom because like I used to play mm-hmm. CSGO all the time and I'm like this guy's really funny and he's actually really good and his yeah. chat's super super degenerate. It's it's great. It's super fun to mess around in that chat. Uh, so as you mentioned destructoid now i used to be part of that community uh i wouldn't say a big part because i don't want to like you know talk myself up but i used to run the 
unofficial community podcast there. This is like right, it's like right before and a little bit after uh, a good friend, Gray Bush, uh, took off. You want to talk a little bit about Destructed and how it was back in the day? Because like Destructed came around when like IGN and like GameSpot were like the big sites. And this was like a little indie journalism gaming thing. And they like, they, they, they went from nothing to like just blowing up in like a really short amount of time. Well, I mean, yeah, from what I understand is... I started writing there like 2010 to like okay. 2012, uh, right around that okay, time. Okay, okay, yeah. I was but, like, yeah, I was, I was like 06, 08 crew, like in that area. So, I mean, most of the original crew was still there. Right, right. Um, uh, like Nick Chester, who's now like the PR guy for Fortnite, and Epic, yeah. he was my editor in chief. He was, you know, one of the original editor in chiefs there, but he shortly moved on like a few months as I was there, but Jim Sterling was there. Yeah. Um, and, you know, people like Hamza, who's a community guy who had moved into a position of basically like setting up all like the community events and old mailbox head. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, that. and then, and then Nero, the founder, I mean, yeah. he literally started the company as a way to get into E3. It was just like, right. I want to go to E3. I'm just going to make a, up a fake company to get in. Yeah. And he did that. And then that was the story. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it took off because it was, you know, it was very community focused. It was, you know, and different. he's registering Mr. Sly Guy in the Sky Enterprises right now. It started <laughs> off, everybody wrote under with like fake names, kind of like the old EGM days with yeah. like Sushi X and stuff. So everybody had, like, I think Hamza was like CTZ Shark and everybody yeah. had fake names. Eventually they, they dropped that and it started, more serious, you know, yeah. yeah, it got more serious. But it was, I think what was cool about it is advertising was never affected editorial right there was you know they were completely separate so we, we just wrote what you wanted like if you wanted to flame something go ahead and write it <laughs> and it was like that you know carefree attitude yeah. that really made that site stand out you know the the community was really great too like there are so many different people and like just you can tell that they're really passionate gamers and when i like joined the site and started becoming part of the community like i don't remember too many other sites they were that community focused and i think that's kind of like set like my my foundation for like what i do now like i'm like i'm all about the community like if it doesn't benefit the community i don't want to do it and i don't care about it i mean I'm much of the, the money much of the talent they had much of the writers they all came from the community first everybody yeah. was was pulled out you yeah. know like oh you've been a community manager here you kick butt or you, you they had a great blog section so yeah. like you write really good blogs the clogs do you want to actually write for blogs? us so yeah. it was like you know, it was really cool. Like that's how it started for me. I had written some blogs and then I just finished college and they were looking for some interns with people to help out. And then especially on preview. So yeah, I took an offer from them, you know, moved up to San Francisco, had a buddy up there who needed a roommate. It was like perfect timing. And, you know, just did that for a year. Is he the one that you took a bath with in a <laughs> energy drink? <laughs> no. So that, so in like Short the time. first, I think that's, first event i went to there was a sega event for oh my god it was a connect game that was kind of like house of the dead it was based off that god, property but it was a connect game I, I can't remember the name of it right now um and i met a, a co-worker there named john carnage who ran the twitch channel he, he did a show called mash tactics and it was this, this weird variety show i saw we streamed at like 240p but we had fantastic audio <laughs> you know everything sounded really clear it just looked like crap you know, we used like a laptop to stream, hooked up to like consoles and whatnot. But I did that. For, I ended up eventually becoming his co-host on that show for about eight months straight. We'd stream like four days a week right. for like four to five hours straight. Just uh -huh. play different games, do different things. Twitch was the Wild West back then. You couldn't really make any money on Twitch. So it was always a struggle for the instructor to figure out how to like pay yeah. people to keep doing this. Um, I mean, 
there's I played Dance Dance Revolution and basically end up like shirtless. Like we used to do like the the wrestling thing where we'd cut a slit in the top of our shirt oh, and we'd play like a frustrate, frustrating game <laughs> and get it. mad and just call them raid shirts and just rip our shirt off you, like Hulk Hogan. You'd get banned from Twitch. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. So much of that stuff. And what's he like? He used to spit in his friend's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Come here, homie. <laughs> no, but we did things like I think the final stream. He lived like in a near city hall in downtown San Francisco, next to the Tenderloin area. Not and sketchy. We were, yeah, it was a little sketchy over there. But we were <laughs> hanging out at his window, like throwing games that we had down to like homeless people and giving them free games and throwing stuff down. It was <laughs> like, what really are they gonna do with those games? <laughs> well, the funniest thing is one guy picked one up and he's like Xbox. He's like I have a PlayStation. And like, <laughs> No, you don't. <laughs> like, what am I? I'm not a peasant. <laughs> but yeah, one of the streams, um, we got a bunch of NOS energy drinks in. And I co-host to like... God, I remember NOS. It was like the thing for a bit. <laughs> he, um, It was just like to get our follower count up. He said, if I hit this many, I'll take... If we get this many followers, I'll take a bath in NOS energy. So he filled his tub for it. Did that go inside his pores? And yeah, like he, just he make did him not like, feel good the, the rest of that day. I could just imagine. Like, I could probably kill someone. Right? Probably like burning his skin too. Yeah. Wow. All that like citric acid. All that for a grip of clout. I mean, it's like back in the day when people used to do all kinds of crazy stunts. But hey, it worked out good for him. He yeah. ended up at Twitch, you know, one of the first like, you know, 30, 40 people there. And you still there now? No, he was. He was part of that OG he, crew. That he, he was like going that, lay, that first round of layoffs where they got rid of some like high execs. But yeah, he got paid out pretty nice. Like, I don't think he needs to work anymore. Dang. So he's like, uh, just yeah, actually kind of he's kind of a, a vagabond in japan he just wanders japan now he comes back and forth he was doing some stuff for, there's people who do that right they like, for like adult like swim and devolver yeah. like you know he goes and helps he did actually went back and did a show for twitch this last e3 the pre-pre-show which is right. like this crazy variety show but yeah he just kind of like goes in japan and just you know Dennis is a vagabond in Japan, but only on uh, the anime channel on our Discord server. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I've been there in, in like a little bit. I've been kind of staying away from the anime channel. Why? Not for any like reason in particular, just kind of letting them live because they used to be in there like all the time. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do their own thing. Going to weave out every now and then I'll throw something in there, you know, have some fun. But then I'll just kind of just kind of leave it. Um, so that's uh, Fortnite. Yeah. Why Fortnite? I don't know. I, I played it when it. Why Fortnite? Like when it, when it was first announced, I tried it and I was like, I think yeah. I hit in a bush and I got like third place. And I was like, ah, <laughs> you know, I like PUBG a little bit better. Then I played it with some couple of buddies, but what, does. what really happened is my my wife's cousin, who's the godfather of my daughter, had been playing a bunch of it and okay, like just with a couple of his friends, and then my best friend who lives up in San Francisco started playing with his cousin, and it was you know, all right, so there's two people. I know another person, and we just kind of, like, started squatting up and started playing. It's, God, it's been going on close to, like, two years now that we've been right. playing. It's become, it's just, you know, the multiplayer games, even if they're not, like, the greatest, like, if you have a good crew to play with, it's, you know, where we catch up, we talk and stuff. But we used to do that. Uh, me and my homies used to do that with, uh, with, with PUBG, where we would drop super far away and just, like, walk and talk as you're, like, grabbing loot and yeah, stuff we like do, that. Yeah, we do a lot of yeah. deep drops and, you know, you know, sometimes and then we'll drop hot every once in a while too, and it's like a virtual chat room, right? Yeah. The question you should ask him instead of why Fortnite is why every game he plays like every game, man. How many games have you have you beat? Like just beat completed, like just I don't know. Beginning to end. 
hundreds and hundreds. I remember uh, you. I, I keep a list. You showed me that list one time. You showed it, like, It's been dwindling. There was like when I worked at that PR agency yeah. between um, NZXT. I think that year I beat like seventy something games. Um, <laughs> you showed me that list one time. It was like hundreds of games, man. And usually it's around like thirty games, and mm-hmm. there's always like one or two games like Witcher size of games where you, I need to spend like 30, 40, you know, 100 hours in. But a lot of them these days are quick indie games like 2D platformers or... The other person who actually surprises me with the games they beat is Johnny, but he rushes through them. Like, I remember yeah. uh, when Witcher 3 came out, like, it came out like a... You know, a couple of days later, I'm like, hey, man, you, have you played Witcher 3 yet? He's like, I already <laughs> beat it. And I was like, what? What do you mean? Like, people are, like, barely starting... <laughs> And he's like, he oh, just picked it up and he's already done with it. Well, he he skips like all the all the side stuff. It's so weird like, because like some of the side content in The Witcher Three is so good. And I, I'm the opposite. I'm the person who does everything, who huh? does oh, everything God, to a fault, which gets pretty bad. I'm trying to think what I was. I was going through something and I think I finally just said screw it. Like I, I played Bloodstain, right? And I'm like, oh, I could get all the achievements, but then I have to go like start farming kills on enemies. I'm like, nah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Like, I don't, I don't have the time for that. Fortnite it is. He's going to do all those recipes and stuff. It's like, do what you, I need to do to get the true ending, and then I'm good. Right. Do you complete the uh, the battle pass every single time? Yeah. Because, like, Destiny just added a battle pass, and I'm like, I want to grind out all these levels just to click on all these dumb little things. Yeah, I just spend, spend $1.50 in V-Bucks to finish it. I was at, like, tier 99 <laughs> this last season, because <laughs> season 10X for Fortnite with all the mechs was just... Yeah a cluster and yeah, a lot of our streamers stopped playing Fortnite. like we were all surprised like ah, ah, what are we gonna do yeah, courage What's became the next a, big game courage became a minecraft streamer he literally didn't play Fortnite for almost three weeks i actually would prefer he if he stayed on minecraft minecraft like, will never die watching those guys play minecraft was like i think some of the funnest streams i've seen those guys do because like i don't know there's just something about that creativity when you're just like going down a mine or something and it's it's, it's really you it's also really played cool. uno <laughs> they did play you know yeah yeah a lot of apex too What's the last game you beat? Rip Apex. Then you sold the game? Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. How did I know that? How did you know that? That's that favorite, that's, last I know Zelda is like his favorite. Is it really? That's one, one of my favorite series. It's actually like my wife's favorite series. So uh, Did she an, play it then? Uh, she didn't play this one. She just kind of watched. The reason I know it's his favorite because every year he dresses up like Peter Pan. And every year I'm like, why are you dressed like Peter Pan? And he goes, I'm Zelda or I'm Link. I didn't, I didn't dress up last Halloween, but... Are you going to dress up this year? I don't know. There's, should, there's a man. lot of competition in the in the build room. A lot of... I have a great costume this A lot year. of cosplayers out there. I thought I had a great costume. I, unfortunately, I don't think I can... I don't think it's appropriate anymore for work. <laughs> Say no more. Rip. <laughs> yeah, As I, happens when you get a... Uh, every, you year get a I, person. every year I've been the same thing. I've been Marty McFly. <laughs> And every year, nobody knows who I am because everyone in the office is like 20 years old. They're like, what are you? And I have to explain Back to the Future to them. But yeah. this year, I, I think I actually have a, a costume where everyone's going to be like, oh, I get it. I don't think you told me. No, I, is, I'm not, like, I didn't yeah. tell anyone. Um, yeah. I'm just going to surprise everyone that day. Well, I was Link the first year because my wife made me that costume just used to cosplay and it was in my trunk yeah. so you had to and wear nobody it. dressed up so i was like oh, I'm that's when i was like why are you dressed like peter pan <laughs> like i'm gonna win a hundred dollar gift card to amazon because there's like three people dressed up and i have mm. a legit costume in the trunk and we were you know really small then then the next year i was puck man which that was awesome which was uh you know he <laughs> got like this duct tape and he just made this giant puck <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pur- pur- purple tape for uh, all, all my boots i'll look for the picture and put my wife the helped me make like a like a superman 
I think he, I think he has it as his photo in one yeah, of his profiles. Yeah, it's in my Twitter profile. Twitter banner. profile, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, so one thing that Wes also likes that surprises me because like Wes is a so so first I'm gonna say if Wes sounds very relaxed and very chilled, it's because he is. Like I think at like my first month working here, I told Wes like whenever I make a joke and it make you smile, it's like it, <laughs> it's like I accomplish something great because he's such a stoic person, and like he'll he'll do this thing where like. He'll turn and start talking to him like, oh, Wes wants to talk. And then he'll start talking. And then in the middle, like, of you saying something, he'll, he turns around and just starts typing on an email. And, like, he's listening, but he makes no indication he's paying attention. <laughs> so, like, whenever you can, like, elicit a reaction from Wes, it's, like, something that just, it's, like, a great achievement. You unlock something. You get the platinum in, like, a game or something like that. I think that picture you posted, my favorite part of the top one is, oh, yeah. is Lenny in the background <laughs> running because yeah. she didn't want to be in the camera. Oh, who, where? It's in that picture above. above. Oh, the picture above. Let me see there. So, oh my God, so great. Yeah, so uh, just a reminder, if you guys are not listening live, uh, shame on you. Discord.gg slash NCXT. We record this live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific. At least we try to be consistent. But I I think I think Thursday is going to be. Yeah, we haven't missed a, a we haven't missed a week, and we haven't missed a scheduled podcast since we stuck to the schedule. Mm, no, TwitchCon. Well, we, that, I mean, we we rescheduled it, but right. we haven't. We still didn't miss that week. You know? I know for sure. We definitely have. <laughs> Why do you have so many photos of West? It's like <laughs> and we're on the whole Where do you office. Say this? I I just have I don't have a lot of random pictures on my phone. Dom just said Puckman has a beer belly. Mushi is in here laughing. Also, hi to all, everyone from NZXT crew who's uh, in the chat. Puckman has a beer belly now. Back you then, but you don't even like, drink beer. No, it's like a white claw belly. <laughs> white claw, claw belly. Oh, I, I went through like a like a two week phase of trying white claws. They're okay. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, so I, you know, it's funny though. Like the crazy. So I went to a Dragon Force concert last Friday. And beers were like six to eight dollars, depending oh. on what kind. And White Claw was eleven. Wow! I was like, Jeez. "Wait, White Claw is like an energy drink, right?" It's like no, a, it's just no. a, it's a, a seltzer water. It's, with a, it's a hard, um, it's a hard Lacrox. Yeah, it's like Lacroix or like any of those like <laughs> but flavored it has waters. Alcohol. Yeah, I've I've never tried, never even seen it. Also, for sale at a Dragon Force concert, they're they're selling White Claw. Seems like a very odd. Well, it was just the bar okay. what they had. Okay. <laughs> No, I remember I went to the to the forum to see Ghost and beers are like fourteen dollars. That's cheaper than Dodger Stadium. So expensive. It's so expensive for a beer. And I think it was like a it wasn't anything crazy. It was like an eight or sixteen ounce or something like yeah. that. And uh the second beer I got, this is like a side story. Second beer I got, they were about to start the show and I'm like, yo, like, can I can I get this like with the top or something? Or like in a bottle? No, we don't. We want to give it the cups, but I, we can give you like a straw, like a top on it. So I'm, I'm sipping a beer with like a straw, <laughs> waiting for this metal show to start. <laughs> yeah, both of you guys like heavy metal, huh? I don't say I love metal. I appreciate it, if that makes sense. Like, Doesn't. because <laughs> I think a lot of metal sucks. I think a lot of metal is like very samey, and like I, I definitely gravitate towards towards bands that do things different, which is why like I'm such a big fan of Ghost because they're not. I would really would cost wouldn't classify them as metal. So they're more like a pop, heavy yeah. pop, heavy pop rock or something like that. I don't know. I'd agree. Every time I, I catch weird Dennis lane. listening to music, he's listening to music that was popular when I was in high school. He's always listening to like some 90s rap, <laughs> like 90s West Coast rap. You know, like it's always like Too Short or Warren G or 
Dr. Dre, but it's like all old stuff from it's like bigger, weird face either that me. or or uh, really bad new stuff like Post Malone. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've met Warren G a couple times. I met him one time at a restaurant. Actually, we were both wearing the same shirt. We were both wearing <laughs> a Raiders uh, Tim Brown jersey, and he said, "Hey, man, nice shirt." And I said, "Thanks." And then I walked past him, and then my cousin goes. I think that's Warren G. <laughs> he lives in like SoCal down in the area I live, like in the Mission Viejo, yeah, Rancho Santa Margarita. So when I worked at GameStop, one of the I was managing <laughs> the Rancho Santa Margarita store, and I was down on the ground. I was like organizing a shelf, and uh, someone walked in. I didn't hear him, and he goes, "Hey, what new games are out?" And I was like, "Madden, Def Jam," and then he goes, "I'm in that game, fool." And I, look, I turn around, I'm like, "Holy crap, you are!" Let's go. Regulator, <laughs> it was a clear white knife. It was a clear white claw. <laughs> Should we play it? No. Um, Wes, anime. You're a big fan of anime. Super old anime fan, and you will constantly reference shows that I have no idea or like I've heard of in passing. But like Wes is like one of the oldest. It's it's really really weird because like he's the original NZXT weave. I gotta say, for real, he is because Johnny. Johnny likes anime, but he—he's not a weeb. He's uh, not a weeb. I mean, yeah. yes and no. I mean, he loves One Punch Man. Like, well, I mean, that's the thing. Know. So, like One Punch Man or um, like he, Demon he Slayer likes Dragon right Ball. now. You know, like with One Punch Man, I believe the manga is a lot farther. So he just Should like be, wanted yeah. to know what's going yeah. on. So he'll go read. The, I won't do that. I don't read manga. No, like, you're the first guy though at NZXT that I remember that was like, "Hey man, did you watch?" And then just like some random anime i'd never heard of and i was like no what the heck are you talking about but now i feel like everyone here especially in the warehouse just like everyone's like hardcore anime fan yeah i think it's like a requirement that you be a weeb if you work in the warehouse nowadays like it's like it's like i swear it's like it's like on the application or it's like during the interview process so like what animes are you watching right now how many dvd box sets do you own how many figures do you have we actually pay the builders in anime yeah yeah you still, you still have a lot of box. Is it a paycheck? It's a manga. <laughs> I mean, each, these each days everything's you know everything streaming. Um, I w- I would say though for anime anime these days I kind of just stick to like you know the mainstream cr- popular stuff. Yeah, the big stuff. So like my, my Hero Academia just started back up on Sunday. Didn't catch up on that. Watch the first episode. I mean, it's just like it's a recap kind of yeah. episode. Okay. But oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember they do that. They do all those recap episodes. Those uh, it's it's done well. Like it's not like oh, yeah, yeah. just constant highlights of like the first three seasons i usually skip those though because yeah. like i don't if it's not anything new i'm not wasting my time but it's it's funny because like you always tell me about have you watched this show have you watched that show have you watched that show and i'm like you're married and you have a kid and i don't know how you have time <laughs> to watch all this anime t- t- and play tablets all these late games. at night like you know wife and kid go to sleep i'm up at you know 10 11 o'clock watching a couple episodes it's like sneak out <laughs> Tend to watch some anime. I'll, I'll, fl- I'll flip it on the TV <laughs> in the bedroom, and then my wife will get mad at me. So I just you know watch it on the tablet. That's why I don't do anything because I'm, I'm scared. I'm scared of my wife. <laughs> scared of her. Well, not scared of her, but like I, I don't like making her mad. Yeah, I, mean, I walked into the bedroom last night at midnight, turned on the TV, and it, like the light woke her up, and she just goes, "No." Yeah. And I was like, "All right." It's like why is that radar, man? Like if if I <laughs> if I wake up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom or something, and if I use my cell phone light to mm-hmm. you know guide my feet so I don't like stub my toe she wakes up and she's like turn off the light I'm like how do you even see that you're like snoring right now so yeah we're getting ready to move and we're not putting a TV in the bedroom which is cool oh really yeah I think it's better to that's like a lot of things that people are doing now like as they say right like if you want to sleep 
soundly you're supposed to make your room like a sleeping room only right like and not look TV, not look at TV. blue light for like a couple yeah. hours before yeah i mean the, we have we have tablets like that that doesn't seem to bother us in, in the bedroom you know you can tilt it away from the person and <laughs> you're yeah, all turned you want, away like thinking, you want to watch something i wonder what he's looking at <laughs> he must be thinking about other women okay. looking at anime <laughs> i've been actually tracking my sleep and trying to get more because i realized i wasn't sleeping that much so i started um reading before bed and it makes me really sleepy. And um, last night, because like books are boring. Yeah, that's part of it. Because yeah, it's it's boring. I mean, it's, you have to really you know use brain power to read, so it does make you tired. And it does help me sleep. And um, last night, I really I fell asleep like at seven o'clock, and then I woke up at eleven, and I saw all these messages from Dennis. And um, oh yeah, all the news <laughs> I was throwing out there. Yeah. yeah, like I was I was I legit like I was I started I was streaming I was playing Fortnite. And I'm like, all right, I need a break because I'm getting mad. Then I went to go play Destiny. I'm like, all right, I need a break because I'm just grinding. Then I went back to Fortnite and I got mad again, so I stopped. And then I'm like, so I'm like, I'm making all these memes. I was like, how many do you hear? How many do you hear? How many do you hear? He was like, I, right, I'm going back to bed. <laughs> yeah, I will say Fortnite is that has definitely ruined me beating as many games as I used to be. Like, I, I can't, be, I can't completing a season now as like beating a game. I, I mark it off on my checklist. Like, yeah. Like, oh, you didn't beat him. Like, yeah, but how many hours did I spend to finish that battle pass each season? Like, I could have beaten other games in that time period. Are you going to beat Fortnite too? Probably. I don't know. I cheated and bought my level pass up to 25. Oh, really? Start, Already? Yeah. Well, I'm not like my friend Rich Nick who plays with us who just Rich Nick. did to 25 and then just bought it all the way up to 100. Is that his name or is that his nickname? That's his nickname. That's his Rich Nick SoundCloud his name. name. <laughs> SoundCloud rapper name. Rich Nick. <laughs> Rich Nick. Um, so I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out why people care so much about the new season of Fortnite because, like, they have this big old event. They shut down the game. It's, like, on the news everywhere. Everyone's talking about it. Everyone's on Twitter farming cloud. I know and then, why. It's easy. And then the new season comes out, and I'm like, okay, they it's added easy. fishing. It's easy. Why? Because Fortnite's the most popular game in the world, man. It's, like, addict, super addicting. That's why all these people play it. It's I mean, not that I hard think, to figure out. I mean, out. Lady Gaga tweeted after it got shut down, like, yeah. what is Fortnite? She spelled Fortnite wrong, though. Yeah. Oh, did she? Yeah. I'm surprised people didn't tweet back like, "What is Lady Gaga?" Mm, yeah. Oh, from I think they're the Cor- American, American Horror Story, right? Yeah. yeah. She's uh from that Wale video. <laughs> <laughs> Before she got big, she did a video with Wale, and it's like such a terrible song. It's a terrible um, feature. There's even a a lawsuit going on right now. I forget which country they're suing. Um, the creators of Fortnite, because apparently their their argument is that oh, yeah. they made the game addicting on purpose. But it's like it's supposed to be addicting. every video game is supposed to be addicting, right? To get people to play it. Yeah. And um, well, like especially these like live services games are like designed to make you like keep playing. Like you know they have the battle pass, right? They're like oh, you have limited time to purchase this thing or or whatever. Like the game's also free. Yeah, it's on game, mobile. Yeah. It's like it's everywhere. Accessible. It's everywhere. Yeah, mobile I mean, tablet. You can't switch. even go into 7-Eleven without seeing Fortnite now. I mean, the, the new thing they did last season and, and this season is they have like the, the weekly challenges. Yeah. And you have a week to finish them. And if you don't, they just disappear and you miss out on whatever it was. I mean, I it's, it's never anything from... cosmetic. Usually like the final day is just extra experience points. Right. Which is good because I always miss day seven. I think the thing though with Fortnite too, it's, it's the first game we've seen this big ever. You know, there's never been a game as big as Fortnite, really. Like even, you know, 10 years ago when everyone was playing WoW, right? the internet wasn't what it is now. 
like there was no like popular streamers out there just sure. streaming it all, all day long so now it's like but i mean like i'm like as a person who's like not a fan of fortnite and like doesn't play all the time like they have this big event right and then it's literally just here's another map with some other stuff on it and like i didn't feel like I was expecting like this big crazy change. It was like, you know, it's gonna change gaming forever. Fortnite's coming back, it's part two. And it's like, it's just, it's just you know, it's like a typical battle royale, extra, you know, big update map thing. Like, you know, PUBG I mean, it feels it like a, it feels somewhat like a sequel. Like mm. visually it looks different now. It, like, do, it has an it upgrade does look a little to different. it. Yeah, yeah. It's um, your destiny to play Fortnite. Yeah, they, they make it feel a little more MMO-ish. You got, you got the fishing. You see your experience bar at the bottom constantly. Yeah, I hate that. <laughs> I wish I could turn that off. Like they they, MMO they now. brought the game back to how it felt in the first couple seasons, where it's like it just more simple. Just like, more simple, yeah, for sure. More reliance on you know med packs and the wraps. You know those items were pretty useless because you had slurps and shield potions and chug jugs, and you had all these ways of you know getting your health back. The splashes, right? Yeah, that like, was a thing. So you didn't need to carry wraps. You splash. It either gets you shield or health, depending on what you need. It's actually kind of funny is that like they they took out so many things from the game, right? Like it's it definitely feels more stripped down, right? And like is, is, is that a good thing? Like they I mean, they'll slowly start bringing it back, you Like know. took out a bunch of content. It's like, "Hey, they took out a bunch, bunch of content." Bunch of stuff. And then, you know, season 12, you're going to yeah. be like, "Oh, wow, they added slurp juices." Oh man. And they're just going to, you know, go back to the same thing. Yeah, just follow the same formula for 2 years yeah, and then... I, I think as long as they keep doing that same formula, it's going to work cuz Oh yeah, I know for sure. You know, it's people like people like. I'm it. just saying it doesn't it's work, like, but I'm saying like, yeah. like the things that they added, like it's not game changing. You know, it's just you know, it's it's just more refined, right? If that if that makes sense. So like, I was expecting, you know, like because they had this big old event and people were just staring at a black hole that like it was going to be something completely different. You know, they're going to like, it's now an MMO or something, right? <laughs> like, yeah. like something really crazy. But it's like, okay, so it's still Fortnite. Destiny is just Fortnite on the moon. <laughs> and you know Stop i think the one thing they do Good that kind of innovates in the space is like all the lore building yeah all the storytelling like adding the visitor and these audio mm -hmm. logs and the end of the last season mm -hmm. you know the way things for multiple seasons actually all kind of like tie together with like the cracks in the sky and so you know it's yeah, like yeah. A, a refresh but you know they're also in the position where they make so much money they can look at the competition and be like, "Oh, that, that what, you had a good idea." Like we're taking that, yeah. Well, oh, respawning, huh? Yeah. Well, Apex? that's what they did. I mean, like PUBG pinging. PUBG was out and it was awesome. Everyone was playing PUBG, and then Fortnite just basically said, "All right, how do we do this better? Do this and just make it free to get even more people playing it and just add more stuff." And it worked. Um, so you know, can't really hate on. It. Even yeah. though I don't play, I don't like Fortnite. I don't play Fortnite. Yeah, yeah. I could understand why people like it and play it and i oh, know for sure yeah yeah no, I, like i, I totally think, get it and i think it's awesome that it appeals to kids because when i was a kid you know here's old man i've been talking again yeah like when i was a kid <laughs> there, there was no such thing as like encouraging children to game like it yeah. was the exact opposite like my teachers my parents my friends even some of them it was like looked down upon you know but now um like every kid plays fortnite um just the other day i went to uh a baby shower and I have a 20 month old daughter. So I'm chasing her around and trying to make, to make sure the kids don't beat her up and stuff. And some of the kids were playing really rough with her. So I said, all right, you guys want to play a game? All right, everyone line up. And like these 15 kids all lined up. And I said, 
all right, now Fortnite dance. And all of them were doing for <laughs> like all all 15 kids knew exactly I what I was talking about. What that looks like. Dude, dude, they all knew what I was talking about. And oh, yeah, no, my wife sure. was tripping out. She goes, how do you know they were going to do that? I was like, I didn't. I just Because they're children and children play Fortnite. I just figured, well, let me see if these yeah. kids know what I'm talking about. And they all yeah, did. I remember talking to my nephew one day when like Fortnite was first taking off. And yeah. I was like, do you play Fortnite? And he's like, uh, yeah, I do. He's like, I'm like, oh, and then we sponsored Ninja. So I was like, oh, do you know who, you know, Ninja is? He's like, I don't like Ninja. He ruined the game. He got rid of the double pump. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't think he had anything really to do about that. I mean, maybe he's he weird com- kid opinions. You know, like, like maybe he complained. Yeah, he was like nine years old. But, you know, it's not just fault. He went to Epic Studios and deleted the file. And yeah. It's gone from oh, they, they, they balance the game because, you know, it's all Ninja's fault. Yeah. My Ninja moment was uh, I was at the doctor's office. Wearing a NZXT hoodie, and I walk in and uh, to the waiting room, and there's this kid, like you know, 12 years old, um, watching Ninja play Fortnite on his phone, and he kept like looking up at me and looking down at the phone, looking up at me, and looking down at the phone. So I, I just asked him like, "Hey man, are you uh, watching Ninja?" And he goes, "Yeah." Um, he's like, "Is that the same logo on his stream?" I go, "Oh yeah, we sponsor his computer." Goes, oh, I love Ninja. I lo- I, blah 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 blah. But my point is like. I think that's awesome that guys like that can actually introduce kids into not only just playing games, but like showing them, yeah, like you could make a career out of this. It's not a joke. It's for real. Like, yeah, you know, if Ninja can do it, anyone can. I'm not saying anyone can be Ninja, but there's definitely uh, opportunities in the gaming world for kids to, you know, not just play games, but like, let's say make a game or make a streaming app or, you know, whatever it is. Well, yeah, for sure. Like it's 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 definitely changed gaming forever, right? Like it's that's that's without a doubt. You know, like people love to talk about how Ninja just doesn't do like the numbers he does that he used to do. Uh, but like, who else has a deal with Adidas? You know, who else is literally in New York? And you know, Drake, Drake, Drake. <laughs> Drake. I mean, the other thing yeah, is exactly. like he's playing with Drake. Ninja doesn't have like the same numbers, but how many more people have Ninja like numbers now? Yeah. Like, you know, people, because of Ninja, they've been able to be like, oh, I like Ninja, but, oh, I like this Nick Merck. This Nick Merck guy relates better to me or yeah, Tim yeah. the Tatman or Dr. Lupo or Shroud. Like, they've been able to discover all these other content creators that maybe speak a little bit yep. more to them or, you know, yeah. they like Fortnite, but, you know, maybe they like Rainbow Six better and, or, yeah, or this game. exactly. And I also think Ninja is setting a good example for other streamers of the possibilities beyond gaming, you know, like the Diaz deals is yeah. an example, but also, you know, being on TV shows like you can Ellen, buy his Jimmy Nerf Fallon. gun at Target or buy a, exactly. his hair at Target. Yeah, <laughs> you can write a book. Yeah, he has yeah. like can... half an aisle now at Target. Yeah. It's like Fortnite toys and, and ninja swag. Yeah, it's like the possibilities are really endless, especially yeah. because now, you know, you have gamers running companies, so it's not so weird to convince a company like Walmart, for example, like, uh, can we put some Fortnite or ninja merch in this aisle? Like, See they, that, people, that, that people first gamer know. president. Uh, Wasn't the guy who's like gamer for prize or something? It's like a Twitter account and he's like, he's like legitimately wants to be president. He's like a, he's like a quote unquote real candidate, but like his tweets are like video game stuff. But he's like, if you had a gamer for president, you know, you wouldn't have to grind out every day for, you know, meager pay or some, t- or some <laughs> stuff like that's really hilarious. I, <laughs> I heard this stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> So what's it like working with guys like Ninja and, you know, Pokimane and well, Ninja's wife, <laughs> you know, Courage, all these guys. I actually don't work with Ninja's wife too often. It's mostly his management ah. team. So um, I mean, most of the, the talent we work with, you know, is represented 
uh, either college agencies or they have managers. Um, some of them are, you know, more easier to talk to. You know, we all have, for the most part, and even once we we meet them in person, though, and we can't connect. I mean, you guys spend the most time probably interacting with them on social. Um, but, nope. yep. you know, like as we alluded to in them. the beginning, the things we look for, like core values um, in them as well. Like, you know, the, the people we want to sponsor, people we would hire here for a job if they applied. Yeah. And, and oh, sorry, do not Oh, I was going to say, and so, like, when we do interact with them, it's always been, like, super pleasant. Like, I've never yeah. once seen, like, a diva moment from somebody where they're, like, you know, don't and, talk to me. Like, And for for me and Dennis, it's always been important to interact with them on social and their community, like, the same way we interact with ours and the same way they interact with them. And we love messing with them. And, like, uh, you know, I don't know if, like, everyone would kind of, take things the same way you know like i don't mm -hmm. know every streamer would want to interact with a company like that you know but uh even like amanda for example when she goes on their twitch streams and and chats i think that's really cool and i think and yeah, i hope that the great. streamers enjoy it you know that we're we're interacting with them in their community because it is important for us to to show them you know like here's what we're all about and not we're not just here like yeah. to make money or whatever. Yeah, I mean, and most of the interactions I have with them these days are purely casual because there is that like chain of command with their management groups. It's not that they care that you're talking to their talent. They just, everyone wants to be in the loop. So it's like, if we're going to do, do an event with them, like it, I, I'm sure I could, you know, text them or something or DM them on Twitter and get well, a response. Can text Ninja? Well, I, I can't text Ninja. What's going on, Tyler? I could Discord him. But, like, breakfast. but those kind of things, it's like, you know, anything there's an ask involved you just go through the management so everybody's happy but like when we're at events and you know i think after like the third event he was like hey wes you know first two he was like hi i'm tyler and i'm like yeah we've met twice now <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. this forgets who you are for a hot minute well i mean you gotta imagine the amount of people that guy's meeting he's on like fallon and ellen oh yeah it's he was on the daily show just recently mass singer yeah the mass singer yeah that was crazy that he was on there like uh I think and I think that's why I kind of um well like I appreciate it's not the right word, but like why I respect him so much because he will do things like the mass singer and doesn't care, you know, like you know, a lot of people want to stay in, in like that gaming lane and he's like, I don't care. Like you want me to sing in a ice cream costume? Okay, great, let's do it. And then he does it, you know. What? I was just laughing at Reese, what he was saying. Bro, Texas Ninja didn't reply. I forgot that he did that thing where anybody could text him. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was a. Uh, Let's do that right now. Let's give out Wes's phone number. All right, guys, go and text Wes. <laughs> it's a uh, one eight hundred. The other Sponsor question me, I have for you is: so obviously, you know, everyone knows the big names that we sponsor, um, but we also you especially you get a lot of requests from people asking mm. for sponsorships and things like that. So, what what advice would you give someone who may be listening right now, who you know might be starting a stream or is interested in becoming like a ninja type of streamer um, and wants to get sponsored, not just by NCXC, but just in general, what, what would you tell them? That's, yeah, that's a, that's a hard question. All right. No, that's the answer. Okay. I should have a better question. <laughs> Wait, so, let him answer the question. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> he says it's a hard question. Maybe he doesn't want to answer it then. <laughs> I mean, I, I think asking like the advice you, you get from like ninjas and stuff about how, you know, you just have to like work at it and grind it. But like, obviously you don't quit your day job. You know, you, mm. you have to be able you know, basically treat it like a second job and really put in the time and the effort. And as you start building up, um, 
you know, you know, cloud and start getting followers and, you know, maybe it's 10 yeah. watchers or 50, you get, you know, you get your affiliate and maybe you get finally partnered on Twitch. Um, you're going to want to, you know, just, I think try to stay most authentic as possible. So if, you know, you use certain brands, like, you know, just be proud to represent the stuff you bought on your own that you really like. And maybe companies will take notice. Like the first streamers we reached out to, like when we first started trying to work with streamers were people that were listening to NZXT parts in their, oh, yeah. in their streams. And we're like, oh, wow, this person already like knows about us. So let's see if we can't work with them. And, you know, we were a tiny company. Bill didn't exist. Like, you know, we didn't really have a budget to pay people. So, you know, we had an affiliate program where, you know, if you help us sell products because you're already passionate about it, you get a cut. Oh. And like, you know, affiliate marketing is like tricky it's not to say like oh you should take these deals like if people offer them to you um but you should look into them like if you're open like if it's a company you already like and you're starting out and they have a way that you could make a little bit of money and you're already talking about the product like i would say you should look into those kind of you know opportunities um, opportunities that are out there as like a good way to start and then but keep grinding, right? Like keep yeah. just nonstop. You can't stop. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, it was the same thing for for journalism for me. Like, Destructed was not a, a paid gig. I got paid on clout. Well, I got paid in the quality of like articles. I got like a kickback on like how much traffic they drove. Right. So I would go do the the PR events and cover every mm-hmm. game I wanted. They you know they reimbursed me for travel and stuff like that. It wasn't like it was out of pocket. Like I had to do everything out of pocket, but. You know, I wasn't making like nearly enough to like live off that for a while, but I was making the connections. They were giving me the opportunities to make these mm-hmm. connections to do something more yeah. with. And you were learning because you were doing the work. Yeah, and, and they weren't mm-hmm. taking advantage of me. Like I was getting paid. It's just like if I went and previewed a game that nobody cared about and there was no clicks, like, you know, yeah. I'd make like five bucks on that article. <laughs> and then, you know, I would write an article by like, here are all like the awesome cosplays of the week and people like I'd get like front page on Reddit because people like looking at that stuff and it's like you know here's a hundred bucks so it's like but that that article does nothing for like my career like it's hard to put that on a you know resume as something look at like this like really good work i did this investigative journalism or this reporting this interviewing yeah and stuff so but you know i took an opportunity that i knew was you know i was gonna have to grind really hard to do it in something like six months i did over 40 preview events it was like every week i was doing one to two events yeah that's a lot Wow. Plus doing the streaming four days a week, you know, getting guests on the show. So right. I did like really, you know, elevating like, you know, my status in the scene. Yeah. Now I'm here. Here's a question to kind of, to, to kind of pick it back off of that one. Uh, we have people who bug us all the time, you know, like Instagram and Twitter, stuff like that. And they always complain like, why don't you sponsor the little guy? Why don't you give someone a chance to like grow and get big? Like what? what's your response to that like you know we have ninjas right and we have like you know like the tatmans and valkyries and pokemans and like why why wouldn't you sponsor someone who has like 18 viewers on twitch you know like because i think a lot of people don't realize you know why a company would wouldn't want to sponsor someone like that small well i think it helps someone out it's gonna depend on you know what that company sells right like an energy drink company or like like a G fuel, like the right. cost of that powder that, that they're get selling, giving yeah. away is so much less than a $3,000 PC. Like right. you guys can go on uh, PC part picker. You can see exactly how much it costs to build the PCs we sell. Right. 
and you can factor in say like there's a obviously there's a discount because you know retailers make money on the parts but they're not making they're not making 2x on every you know graphics yeah. card doesn't cost 400 dollars and they sell it for 800 right graphics <laughs> card costs you know 700 and they sell it for 800 or 750 and they sell it for 800 I, I don't really know what the prices are but that's where it gets tricky to just like give somebody like a full pc um but we are here at least at nzxc we're, we're looking at ways to try to work with more streamers of different right. sizes um but i mean the, the i guess ultimately why it's hard to work with streamers you know that are very small and starting out is at the end of the day we're, we're, we're still a business and yeah. you know we, we can't just give away product we have to you know look at every opportunity as a way to you know at least recoup our costs and like right. you know i also see it like we're the little guy you know like we're we're the little guy trying to get big and trying to make those moves you know like those right moves to get bigger and better and right you know th like a lot of times it doesn't make sense to you know like just give someone something for free just because they want it or we can um, <laughs> right. so no i mean we, we we would love to if oh yeah no yeah if we can sponsor every gamer in the world so that all you ever see is nzxt no matter where you go that'd be great but well yeah. that was the whole inspiration yeah. for the nzxt club was like i just got tired of people asking me for free computers <laughs> so i was like <laughs> what can i give them for free how about i give them stickers okay yeah check okay what else can i give them lanyards shirt. like shirts hoodies poochie whatever um that is that still costs a lot of money to be honest but it's something that is feasible and we like doing it we enjoy doing it um you know unfortunately it's not a free computer um that's the level 30 reward when the server goes 30 days without a warning meter ban yeah i mean i would, I would say like that advice is you know just for streamers that are up and coming build your brand first like you right. know you, you're the brand you're what you're selling that like don't worry about like trying to get sponsorships right away they'll, they'll come to you over time you know if you see an right. opportunity that aligns well with you that you know you might be able to make some money on you know maybe go out for that because you know if you're already doing the work and you think you can you know make a little side cash on it sure why not but at the end yeah. of the day you know it really should mainly be about building up yourself and really trying to you know market yourself so you're a viable commodity that companies are going to want to reach out to I mean we we work with streamers that have you know concurrent viewerships in the in the couple hundreds you know we work with people who last and we're working on ways to you know open that up to more people um you know we put out a tweet on our channels <laughs> you know, too, a couple yeah. weeks ago on the whole partnership team so you know we're, we're going through a lot of applications right now and you know starting off the program small but hoping to grow it out to you know help more people have better opportunities in this industry doing the Lord's work. All right. I want to get some questions soon, but I got a couple more questions for you. So really quickly, favorite pair of socks and why favorite pair of socks? Cause you mentioned and it why. everywhere and we have not talked about socks at all. So what are your favorite pair of socks? He's a sock guy. Every day he wears some, some funny socks. I did notice a couple times that like, you know, whenever I get a peek at the ankles that like, I see some socks and I'm like, oh, I still got some interesting socks. But like, I, I Game of Thrones socks on today. I wasn't aware that like he had like a sock collection. He's a sock guy. <laughs> yeah, it's just a lot of them mostly are video game related. Yeah. Um, I think my current favorite are I have these Majora's masks. Oh, cool. 
um, socks. I got them. Yeah, creeper like, socks from Minecraft. The green no, socks. <laughs> it's, it's it's you know games I like. So I have some cool okay. Starbucks socks and stuff. Maybe in the bottom of the sock drawer, like things fall behind the. What's going on? Don't worry about it. You're good. You're good. You're, good. You're fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Majora's Mask ones are kind of like tie dye ish, uh-huh. and they're like reddish orange, and they're just really comfy. So. You know, unfortunately, those socks only last you know about a year before you have to, yeah, you know, say goodbye. My buddy, my buddy bought me some like Mario socks. They're like red and yellow. They're super ugly, and I think I wore them once a week. You know, I would obviously wash them, but I wore them once a week for like a month, and then they started really falling apart. Like, man, these socks are really crappy quality. It's like those socks they gave us at the Dodger game when we went as a company. <laughs> like they gave us, it was sock night, and they gave us these. You know, Dodger socks. And you I got Alan with the socks. I wore them once and like they won't stay up past my ankle. <laughs> like they just keep falling down. All right. Favorite anime? Favorite anime. Um, that's a good question. There's a couple. Um, the one that always pops in my head is an old one called The Vision of Escaflone. I'm not sure. Um, but Outlaw Stars right there with it. Oh, okay. And Slayer okay. and the first three Slayers. Slayer, Slayers Next, and Slayers Try. They're all like separate stories and slayers, but they all connect if you watch all three. Like, right. but you could also like I think I watched the third season first because like I was importing fan subs or not importing, but just buying fan subs on VHS tapes back in like high school because anime wasn't coming over here. There yeah. was no like people, you know, no one licensing them. There's no streaming. Yeah, they weren't there licensing, no so it was yeah. actually perfectly legal as long as you don't sell yeah. them. You could. What's well, like translate like a- your own. It's like piracy with like anime now, right? Like the show isn't available in the U.S. in any like feasible way, then it's technically not illegal. If it's, no yeah, way. if it's not available in the U.S. and company doesn't own the rights to it, right? So yeah. How about one more question until we go to the chat? Yeah. So go for it. I only have one question for you. Is Andy trolling us? Because I feel oh. like I feel like he's the Andy Kaufman of NDXT. Cause That's true. I don't know if he's a character or if he's for real, but sometimes he does things where I'm just like, is this guy just messing with me right now? Or is he like legit? Last night's a good example. Like uh, I posted something in our Slack chat at work like two days ago. And then he replies to it like 24 hours later with like the most random. Like generic basic answer. That's not like anything groundbreaking. I'm like, like, why are you saying that? Why now? Like the middle of the night. Um, So that's why I feel like Andy might be, like a character. What do you think about He's that? He's definitely trolling us. <laughs> he might be trolling himself. I don't know. But <laughs> yes, and, yeah, as Cuddle, Cuddly Witch said, Andy is Andy. Andy is candy. All right. Time for some questions, guys. Go ahead and ask your questions in the chat. Uh, Are we going to want... unmute people or not? Huh? Are unmute people or nah. not? Nah. I'm going to mess with it right now. Uh, Reese, N60 esports team when? Like our own esports team? Yeah. Or uh, like sponsor a team? Or resports. Oh, that is a good question. So esports is, I think, a, a tricky thing in like for influencer marketing. If you look, you know, we sponsor people that are on Hundred Thieves, that are on Phase Clan, right? You know, like the top talent on these channels, Gen G, for example. And we also sponsored one esports team, and it didn't go so well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we we sponsored uh, Envious and came out with the case, and then. It was we sponsored the CS:GO team, and then as soon as we sponsored them, like the team kind of disbanded and like traded players, like you know. Yeah. So it's kind of cha- the whole roster swapped out, and we just got yeah. And I think that's when we actually changed the approach from sponsoring 
like a team to get like you know our name out there as opposed to just like we'll just sponsor the player on the team right I mean, they could play for any team yeah I and mean, when you look at like look at sports for example um you can look at what is the most popular sold jersey each year you know is it you know steph curry one year and it's but are all those people who buying all those kids buying Steph Curry jerseys? Are they necessarily Golden State Warrior fans? They might still be like Celtic fans or Miami Heat fans, but right. but they really like that one player, and so you know, you know, they're buying the jersey of that player, which has the team on it. Sure, maybe they're fans of the game, like Andy. <laughs> <laughs> so I think right for us right now, it's been made. It's made more sense to work with individual talent. Like I think if we find the the team that really synergizes with our brand, and we can really like work together like across the whole board, like then we'll do it. But in, until we find that team that makes the most sense for us, you know, we're gonna continue to work with right. you know, you know, the talent out there that makes the most sense to work with. All right, Ella wants to know which would you rather fight: one horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses. I would rather fight a hundred duck-sized horses. Why? Because I could take a few of them out. <laughs> like one horse-sized duck's gonna, you know, quack all over me. But a bunch of little ones, you know, I, I could, I'll definitely be able to punt a few of them before I tire out. <laughs> so at least I'll know I did some damage. <laughs> all right, Rich wants to know, obviously, because this is the person he should, you should be asking, when will we get X five seventy boards? That's a good question. <laughs> yeah, uh, I ask that question every day. Same here. <laughs> yeah, but the, the answer is when we actually get good at making like, you know, motherboards. Like, could, we just started making motherboards, so it's not that easy. Um, you know, hopefully one day we can make motherboards for every every type of CPU. Uh, we have another question here. This one's from Skippy Skipsy. Who's the fastest eater on this podcast? I don't know. We haven't really tried. I would say me because I probably eat the least amount of food. No, you're still super slow. The yeah. fastest eater in the office is either Johnny John or Andy. Andy's pretty fast. Andy eats pretty fast. I, you don't see him eat. Like the food's there, then you yeah. start eating your food, and then you look over and this is gone. He's just chilling there, and I don't know how, how he does it. I don't know where it goes. Uh, I don't want to know. I don't, don't want to where yeah. it goes or what happens. Thanos wants to know what's your favorite anime slash weeb game and why is it Fortnite? <laughs> why is it Fortnite? Uh, Fortnite's not my favorite game, but it's my favorite game to play with my friends it's right your now. Favorite weeb game though, if you're like anime-looking inspired game. So anime-looking inspired game, or yeah. just like, or do all Japanese games are they considered weeb games? It's up to you. You decide. So I mean, my favorite game of all time is called Lunar Silver Star. It was on the Sega CD and PlayStation One. It has some other remakes, but the Sega CD one's my favorite version. And it's sequel Lunar Eternal Blue. Um, you're one of the few people who I know who still collects those Sega CDs. Like, you'll will go on eBay and just buy like an old game he liked from back in the day. Uh, if I got Insomnia next go. year, well, there's, there's a bunch of weird games about there. Oh, what's that? Was that yours? Oh, dang, Daniel's found it. Bunch of visual novels I posted. It's, this is more because this is a company called Limited Run Games that I really like what they do. They take games that were only digital and they make physical copies of them. So for old people like me who still like having boxes on the shelves. Yeah. Imagine like, your house just looks like a Japanese game style. Well, everything's, in like, <laughs> everything's in boxes and Tupperware right now. But it's getting packed away, right? You need to decorate your new house with your stuff. Oh, I have an office. Yeah. It's going nice. to be 
I mean, nerd cave. I have to figure so much. I cave. also have a three-year-old, so it's like, how much can I put out before that kid wants to like touch everything? And I'm starting to hide like, stuff from my daughter because yeah. now she's starting to touch stuff, and I'm like, okay, I definitely can't have this out anymore. She's uh, a lot better. I gave her a controller one time when she was a kid, and she yeah. bit the analog stick, like <laughs> the rubber right off of it. She just started teething on it. Jeez, I turned around, and her face was all black, and I was like, oh, God, no. <laughs> my controller. I wasn't the controller. I was just like, my wife's going to kill me. <laughs> Um, if I go to Insomnia next year, will I see an N60 stall? Um, Where's the next N60 stall going to be at? Still I don't secret? know. I don't know. Either. I don't know. Like you know, we're still figuring out 2020 plans, yeah. and we're always last minute with all that stuff. It seems um, like. I things I would like to do, you know, E3 Anime Expo, maybe um, a PAX, PAX would be great. Um, possibly I, TwitchCon. Any land parties, like a QuakeCon or something like that. Um. Possibly, but even if we, if we don't have a booth, there's always NGC staff. I would say at every event. Yeah, like oh, all over the world. Not just always there. We have a and Pucci's everywhere. Pucci for game devs, specifically like indie devs, we we loan uh, systems that we have. We have a small fleet of excuse me of systems out there. So we oh, go yeah. around shows. You know, we definitely have different booths. And Ivan's wearing a sweat. Of one of the yeah. companies we surprised you up. guys weren't all wearing it today. Functronics, <laughs> I know. Yeah. I wore it in honor. Um, you should have. Also, I think uh, a lot of people ask us all the time, like, how come you guys don't do more events or don't do events in my country? And there's just so many gaming events, and they're all super expensive. It's they not are. cheap. Uh, I mean, like, just to give you guys some idea how expensive it can get, like, just to fly people out well, to do it is expensive. Apart from that, like, yeah. we've paid, I think, like, $15,000 just for internet for a yeah. booth which yeah. is ridiculous right like internet for like a weekend fifteen thousand yeah. dollars that, that's how much they caught they charge at these things so that's just for internet then you got to you know build up a booth that's like maybe fifty thousand dollars and then you got to have staff there fifty thousand dollars worth of computer parts yeah. and then yeah you gotta have staff you gotta fly them out you gotta get hotels you, all this stuff pay them then, feed them now multiply that by let's say you go to 20 events a year or whatever that's a lot like yeah. It's millions of dollars, right? So and that money could be better served in other places, you know, like sponsoring an expert streamer or you yeah, know, doing a giveaway, hiring new engineers, you know, giving more people jobs and yeah. yeah. the company, making a podcast. <laughs> yeah, this is a very expensive podcast. Alan wants to know. So, uh, if you don't know Alan, he's like the dad in the server. He has a dad Discord, so you might want to join that. Uh, which console era had the best games? Hmm. I, I mean, I'm. I think most particular to like the 32-bit era. Sega Saturn, right. PlayStation, and like Nintendo Switch Lite. <laughs> <laughs> so like the Sega Saturn is like my all-time favorite console. Um, a lot of great Japanese imports. A lot of fighting games. I used to play a lot of like Street Fighter Alpha, X Men vs Street Fighter, Marvel vs Street Fighter. That have a really good port of Alpha Three on there. During my interview, uh, Wes asked me if Smash, if Smash is a fighting game, and I told him no, and I think that was kind of what clinched it for him. He's like, all right. You're like, cool. It is if I smash your face for saying that. Yeah. Fighting Vipers, uh, Fighters Mega Mix. I mean, the PlayStation just had you know Final Fantasy seven, eight, yeah. nine. That was a banger. All those, all those Square games, Einhander, Cabal, you know, Legend of Dragoon. That's game yeah. I loved on that. Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Oh, I forgot about that. Just, this was on the PlayStation. I mean, and that that was like you know that was high school for me. Like, what is on that? So that that's the time where I just you know get home from school like shut the blinds. Yeah, this thing called the GX TV. It was, I think it was made by Samsung. It was a 13 inch TV that had doors that folded over the the front of this monitor. 
but they folded out. They were speakers, oh. and then they had a subwoofer built <laughs> in the back. I remember it was That's like awesome. a few hundred dollars. I, I really had to have it because it was in video game magazines. And my parents were like, you know, we can buy you like a 30-inch TV for the same price. I was like, no, I want this 13-inch TV. That's better, right? Because it's small. Because and it's you got can, speakers. Yeah, exactly. Put whatever you want. how I played stuff on the screen. I mean, I guess I play Switch. You know, the screen's pretty small those I remember days, but. I always wanted that, that little screen that hooks up to the back of the PlayStation that folds up. I think it was always really cool. Yeah, it says the, the Sony TV. I, I saw that yeah, at yeah. E3 where you put on like 3D goggles. It oh, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, I think MotorStorm was one of the games that support it where you could do two players on the same time on one screen. The resolution's stuck though, right? Because they had to render. Probably, yeah. It was, you, you'd look at stuff. it and it would look all blurry. And when you put it on, like one person would see one image, the other person would see the other image. So for split screen. It's really, really weird. Remember the Virtual Boy? Thanks. <laughs> um, Spookmet wants to know who's the most reliable staff member. Ivan. Yeah, really, Ivan. really. I was gonna say Andy. I can always count on him to uh, drive me crazy. Skipsy, <laughs> <laughs> uh, first video game ever played. Oh, the first game I remember playing was Popeye on the ColecoVision. Wow. That's yeah. a deep cut. Yeah. Popeye Pop- on ColecoVision. Pop- Pop- Popeye or Donkey Kong. Can uh, we Pop- look that up right now? I want to see what that looks like. Um, yeah, sure. Uh, while that, we're looking that up, I been, uh, Alan wants to know, what is the man? Uh, I forgot. It's like a miserable pile of secrets. There you go. Popeye ColecoVision. Is that spell ColecoVision? Yeah. No. It's nice spell ColecoVision. I'm looking this up right now. Jesus. It's going to be really loud. Hold up. Spin this up. That looks it nothing look, like it, Popeye. It looks like uh, Donkey Kong. Yeah. Oh, is that what it is? It is it like a Donkey, Donkey Kong, Kong clone? It looks exactly it's like a, Donkey Kong. It's a Donkey Kong clone. <laughs> yeah, they collect uh, Love Oil's hearts. And, 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 and avoid Brutus. Brutus. Yikes. It looks. Is Sweet Pea in it? Maybe. It's really bad. By the way, this is really great radio right now. It's staring at the screen. <laughs> I'll gladly play you Tuesday if you turn this off and never play it again. First question to ask a gamer. If you Do meet you a wild them? gamer on the street, what's the first thing you ask him? What you playing? <laughs> <laughs> what you playing, gamers? Uh, I think that's it for the questions, right? I mean, no one's really asking anything. Um, Do you have any questions for us? Or for the community? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good one. Or for the community. I did not come prepared for that. Um, cuddly, t- cuddly witch. What was your question that got ignored twice? <laughs> Maybe it wasn't a good question. Um, favorite food. Favorite food. I don't know. I don't know anymore. Mashed potatoes, I guess. <laughs> what? Mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes are fine. That was my favorite as a kid. You can put gravy on it, cheese. It's really my brother-in-law. Weird. He it's makes really these, these potatoes. These things called funeral potatoes. You ever had them? Funeral potatoes. It's twice baked. It's uh, mashed potatoes with uh, cornflakes. Sounds really gross, but it's delicious. It sounds disgusting, yeah. to be honest with you. Uh, favorite Nintendo game? Uh, hmm. Zelda. No, not necessarily. No? Oh, uh, actually, here we go. It's, it's Punch Super Punch Out and Punch Out. Punch Out. That was my favorite game on the Nintendo. Um, I don't say it as much as they did on boxing, but boxing was like big you, for me growing up. Did you play with the power glove? I I, I acquired one from an uncle. I, I could never figure out how to use that thing. Yeah, the punch out sucked with the power glove. So bad. It was not so <laughs> rad. It's cool to have though. Yeah. Like, you know, piece of history right there. Cuddly I wish wants I had to all know. That. 
excited. I was, I was, I was like a generous kid. Weirdly enough, I had a buddy who like just didn't have any video games in high school. And I was like, oh, I don't play my Nintendo anymore. Do you want this in like 40 games? He's like, sure. And then you one cry. day he's like, you want it back? I was like, nah, that's okay. Like, he's like, we're not using it anymore. And I'm like, now as a, as, a collect, <laughs> as a collector, I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. should have kept it. It's actually not that expensive to be honest. No, I, I ended up reacquiring most of those games in, yeah. in the box at these days. But yeah, I don't have a power glove or like a, a Rob the Robot. Wesley paid $20,000 for uh, E.T. for Atari. <laughs> uh, Cuddly also wants to know, what car do you drive and why is it a Subaru? <laughs> I do not drive a Subaru. Um, One of the few people. I, I drive my wife's Jetta because it's the t- of the two cars we own. It's the one that's in better condition. And I commute, you know, about 40 miles to the office every day each way. Um, the car I was driving before that was a Toyota Camry. That's another uh, Wesley fact, fun fact. He, he probably has the longest commute out of anyone in this office. And, you know. I'm sorry, distance or are you talking like time? Both. I mean, he lives really far from here. Yeah, luckily, with the office move, that cut about a half an hour off. Like really? Just traffic. Once you huh. would hit uh, between gotcha. the 605 and the 60 and the 5, this is a mess. So now I, I avoid most of the traffic. I still I hit some, but they're like small little pockets. So it takes me about... 55 minutes each way. What do you do in the car? Podcast. Yeah. yeah. Are you listening to this one? On the way home? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's on Spotify now, so you can definitely Maybe. check it out. Maybe. I got a note saying I was a power podcast user on Spotify. Really? What yeah. does that mean? My power favorite podcast is not on Spotify. Just some, I listen mostly to gaming podcasts, Giant Bombcast. Um, I love Giant Bombcast. Do you listen to Giant Beastcast? Yeah. Bombcast and Beastcast get me through most of the week. Same area. They're I listen, long. I listen to the Friday cast on Mondays, usually finish it late Tuesday, and then I start up their, their Tuesday cast, the Bombcast. You know, like, just finished that today. So my backups are uh, Part of My Take, which is a sports podcast. Oh, yeah. That one's hilarious. And sometimes I listen to Kind of Funny Games. That's the one thing I miss from having a long commute for a job is listening to not just podcasts, but like audiobooks or radio yeah, shows. Yeah, I'll, I'll do books yeah. on, on tape from time yeah. to time. It, I, tape? Or, yeah, I guess they're not books on tape anymore yeah, right? now, but just I remember that, yeah. audiobooks. Um, Blessing Barreras. <laughs> yeah, I remember listening to like The Hobbit in like sixth grade on tape. Wow. Like in class, like we read the book and listened uh, to it at the same okay. time. That's so weird. Do you remember in like elementary school they'd be like okay you read this paragraph you read this paragraph and you get to that one kid who's really bad at reading and you're just yeah. like it takes 30 minutes to get through this paragraph you're he's like oh, really bad about- but he's trying super hard yeah you know? and like <laughs> all those people have podcasts i'm the one who'm like but, but, oh but, i'll read but, i'm like but, 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 okay read the next two paragraphs Wes. i'm like no i'll just read the next three pages so we can get done with this <laughs> i, I have to flex it. on them with your superior reading like, ability and i'll read it backwards like manga <laughs> um let's see your uh, favorite pair of shoes um i i need new shoes Wes, wesley has a pair of shoes that i'm very jealous of and i was gonna buy until i saw him wearing it and i'm like dang now i can never it's wear the destiny shoes. moon boots right no there's like uh <laughs> these like maroon bands i don't know if oh. yeah i'm not wearing them today yeah i like those a lot I, I really used to like i had the zelda slip-on vans oh nice um, those are really cool but those got beat up um yeah Good pair of Nike. Cuddly Witch wants to know what is your favorite NBA Whoa, hold product? up, hold up. We still have one for one? last. We still have one for last. Oh, we are? Stealing my question here, Cuddly. Get out of here with that. Frida Bandito, aka Andy, wants to know, am I cool? Or no, he wants to know, I am cool? 
I am cool. Oh, you're right. I am cool. <laughs> <laughs> not that you have to ask Andy. Anyone that has to ask if they're cool is I definitely am cool. not cool. That's, that's okay, true. Yoda. Uh, cool I am. What's yes. the perfect date between a gamer and a gamer girl? I guess is the question. Gaming? Yeah, I mean, going, if you have like a Dave and Buster's, you know, like you still got to get out of the house. Like, so Dave and Buster's or something like that. You know, if you have a barcade like nearby, that'd be cool. Skipsy asks, what is one game that you choose to play for every day for the rest of your life? And why is it Destiny? Hmm. One game. What I know what it'd be for me. What? Tetris. Tetris is a game you could never get tired of and you can always get better at. In my opinion, like you can always get, you can always get better at Tetris. You can always like challenge yourself. Whereas like if it, you know you play another game and you beat it and you complete it 100, percent there's not really much more you can do. That's a good question. Um, huh. I don't know. I mean, Tetris is a good Fortnite. answer. One of them, uh, maybe it could be Fortnite. If like if I knew my friends were going to be there every day or like at least a couple of them, then yeah, definitely. I think something that popped in my head recently is uh, Dead Cells. Mm, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. So basically, like any like roguelite, roguelites, you yeah. know, it's got some the areas. You still go through the same areas, but they're procedurally generated, so they're always slightly different. Mm. Um, you collect stuff and then you carry them over to the next game after you die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some of those one one of those games. Um, let's see. Uh, Alan asks, "Lord of the Rings or Narnia?" I've never read Narnia. No? I've never cared about really? Narnia. I've never read Lord of the Rings. If it ain't got probably Lord orcs, of the Rings. I don't care. Yeah. Better movies. Um Better books. What's we got here? What about Roblox? Yikes. Who plays Roblox? Do I miss people? Would we ever sponsor a Roblox streamer? Possibly. Yeah, if they're big yeah. enough. Other Roblox streamers. It's huge on YouTube and we're yeah. actually really starting to look at YouTube. Like, you know, just for example, like Look at someone like Courage. Um, you know, we sponsor most of our sponsorship is Twitch based. He averages ten thousand, twenty thousand yeah. concurrent views, but his YouTube videos get you know two hundred thousand plus views. So there's yeah. ten times the audience. You yeah, know, it's the same content, and they live watching, there forever watching the same content. So yeah. you know, and there's a lot. We we're actually looking at Roblox uh, people yesterday. And he just created a YouTube account. He's downloading Roblox right now. <laughs> Um, we we worked with Mini Lad in the past. We built him like he has a video out there. Mini Lad's like twelve thousand dollar computer. Yeah. So I'm trying to look for more questions. Actually, here. built him another sick computer earlier this year. Oh really? Oh yeah. Basically, I do work as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we work with him. Yeah. A lot of people play Roblox. Yeah. Marcel. Roblox. A, Roblox. If you look at every one of Marcel's video, there should be a link to NZXT in there. All right. Um, Cuddly, not Cuddly. Well, Cuddly's asking for Vivian. Uh, do you miss me as your desk neighbor? So do you miss Vivian as your desk yeah, neighbor? She, and she had the opportunity to come sit next to me as one of the desks moved up, but she said no. Oh yeah, huh? So actually, that that desk that Justin occupies technically could be your neighbor. Or... Oh, hey, Vivian on the other side of me, there's a a free desk now too. Yeah. I don't think Vivian knows that we moved her desk while she was on vacation. <laughs> she's not in the office. She hasn't been here in a week. No. I... Yeah, she's a, she is Whoops. in Seattle. Was in Seattle. I actually know. Her new desk is in the parking lot inside her Subaru. Yeah. Yeah, but the. The Vivian, the desk of the right of me is vacant now too. Oh yeah, she hasn't been here since uh, since that huh? In a week. I guess you can say it, you know. Yeah, so it's, it's a... good luck to Jared and his future endeavors. I mean, you know, he's still so Jared Kim, uh, our VP of consumer, is now moving into a um, just like a 
consulting role. Yeah, I mean, consulting he, role. He announced it on his Twitter. So yeah, yeah. yeah, check out his Twitter. You might win some free stuff and, and also, also catch can, that. Yeah. He's <laughs> giving away a monitor right now. Yeah. Am I allowed to sign up for those now? Because like, man, I want free stuff. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, uh, best office prank you done? Do you do office pranks? I don't think you really prank anybody since I've been here. Uh, no, we used to. We used to cage people until we got cage in trouble. People. You got in trouble. <laughs> we used to put Nick cages between in like random. Well, really, just yeah. one person. Like one of our person that used to be on the creative team. Um, I stuck I, like pictures of Nick Cage in the ear cups of her headset. They're everywhere, man. Like. You know, but on her like she had one of those like seat cushions like in the cutout of that. Right. You know, so I remember when I got back um, from my paternity leave, my whole my whole computer, like my desk, my computer, my monitor, um, my screensaver, my chair, everything was Nicolas Cage. <laughs> in when Jerome was on paternity leave, we razored his desk. Oh yeah, I remember that. Uh, he used to work at Razor. There's I, also for a while. I think we were, he still does, to yeah. be honest, because like <laughs> I saw I saw on Instagram he was like going on a trip or something. He's like, oh, going on a trip. There's my backpack, and it's literally all razor pins in the backpack. I'm like, bruh. Remember when we were hiding Pokemon around the office? Like you'd go to the bathroom, and then you'd be like, why is there a Pokemon sticking out behind the urinal? Like people would just like stick Pokemon behind the urinal, <laughs> like just like random places. Yeah, I think it was mostly Vivian, to be honest. She was just putting little Pokemon everywhere. Oh, she's that them. kind of person who'll do that. Yeah. Definitely would. Yeah, um, I would like get like a drink of water and then it'd be like a Pokemon like serving me water. All right, Wes, so we're slowly running out of time. So I got two last questions for you. Question number one is what is your favorite N60 product? Not the Manta. Boo. Wow. <laughs> That's my um, words. 1v1 in the parking lot right now. Hmm. Probably the nuka cola case okay that's like the first like kick-ass craft case we did that's a really good case the PUBG case is our first case but the nuka cola one we really got to like really mess with do that. something unique with yeah. um i also really like the PUBG case though just for the fact that we we partnered with the gamers outreach so yeah. it's like 20 percent of every sale went to the charity mm. so like buying that case isn't just you know getting a piece of PUBG, but it's also doing something really nice for people so like the craft series and then probably the s340 elite that was really the first product here that I, like on the PR side, you know, launched from like the ground up. Right. The Manta came out like two weeks before I started. So I just kind of like handed the Manta. Right. And, here it is. You know. Let's take it. Start writing about it. Uh, actually, that's a good question. Uh, Cuddly wants to know what happened to Craft? It's still there. Yeah, it's still there. Yeah. I just haven't made so, a Craft case. In... So Craft, we look at as, you know, very limited exclusive product line. So we want to keep it to one or two products per year, you know, in that category. So What's the last craft relaunch? Pan Puck. Really? Yeah. Which was okay. end of last year. Mm, okay. We're due. Licensing deals. Or Vault Boy. Does oh, Vault yeah. Boy count yeah, as Yeah, Vault a... Boy was this year, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Vault Boy's craft, yeah. Yeah, the craft cases are always, like, a little bit more special, right? They have, like, mm -hmm. I think, especially with, with, like, the Nuka-Cola case, uh, they have, like, a little bit, like, extra accenting. It's not just, here's a cool art on the case. It's, like, you know... Like that one has like some. So like yeah, the Overwatch is not considered craft. It was a special edition. Yeah. You know, it has the light up front, which we've done in the past with like the Razor case, yeah. it's, and it's got the logo. The uh, Vault Boy case has the the Vault Puck right on it, which is you know like the only place you can get that right. extra piece, which is you know ma makes it a little bit more standoutish. It's special, right? All right, and last question is, what is your least favorite N60 product? 
Uh, probably grid. And why? I mean, our motherboard has all the fan channels. Like yeah. our smart device has all the fan channels. Like I've, for the most part, never needed to like pick up a grid. Yeah, yeah, to connect all our fans. I mean, that's from a personal level. I think from like a PR level, it's our power supplies. Yeah, um, they're great power supplies, but. Like when you talk to somebody who knows about power supplies, they're they're really smart. So it's like they ask you, <laughs> "Have you ever met the power supply guy?" They ask you questions. I mean, same even the motherboard. Like I, I like the motherboard. Like people start getting into capacitors and all this stuff. I'm like, ah, dude, like talk to the product guy, please. <laughs> like these are super complicated and really hard. And in the power supplies, it's really hard to get reviews because there's like right. a few guys who review power supplies, testing voltages and right. all that stuff, and how clean the energy is. And other than that, it's just like, does it, you know, most people are like, does it work? It's not a sexy product, you know? Unless it has RGB. Yeah. Mm, we should do that. Yeah. I know, uh, I think Asus makes, I think, yeah, it's uh, the RG, they make a case that fits really perfectly with their RGB display PSU. I think that's, that's like the only instance where I'd be like, I would buy that, I, I would buy that power supply because it looks cool, but only if it had this case. Especially all of our cases have a PSU shred on them, so it's like you know, kind of pointless to make a really cool looking one if like you're never going to see it, other than when you install it and when you open up your case to add something a little extra or fix something that you broke. I mean, as a company, we did we invented the PSU shroud to hide that thing. Yeah, exactly. Like, we're literally like nobody wants to see this. We don't want to <laughs> see this. Yeah, it's 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 a uh, it just looks nicer for like for like cable management, you know, like if you don't have all those cables hanging around somewhere. Yeah, it's also but, good for restricting airflow. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Who needs that? That's dumb. All right. So with that, Wes, that's not at all. That's, eh, why not? Let it rock. I can close out with Popeye music. Oh, we could. Actually, is there a song you want to close out with? Some Dragon Force. Any <laughs> some Dragon Force, like some like uh, classic anime stuff or something like that. What's the What's the ending to Escalone? Uh, oh, don't do the ending to Escalone. Do, do the opening? Dance of Curse. Dance of Curse. Okay. Special song for a special man. Right after this ad. <laughs> I don't know what this is. This is way too epic for us to end the podcast on. We should be starting out with this. <laughs> and now we have NZXT Wesley. Oh, actually, real quick question. What's up with the Dragon Slayer thing? I never asked you about that. Well, the favorite game, uh, Lunar. Uh -huh. um, so my gamer tag used to be Dragon Master. Uh, <laughs> Dragon Master. <laughs> I love um, that. When Xbox went from Xbox to Xbox 360, right, right. I didn't have the credit card that my name was on, and I couldn't reactivate my old account, so I had to make up a new name. And so right. I was like, ah, Slayer sounds cool. So, but yeah, the, the whole story is about a kid know. who wants to become a Dragon Master, like the legendary hero. So it's just kind of play on that. My, my full name is Dragon Slayer Dine, the character. And yeah, the so game yeah. is, become, is Dragon Master Alex, but he looks up to Dragon Master Dine. So. so you want to be him. You want to be the master, not the, the kid. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. All right, now we're going to play the real song. <laughs> there we go. All right, guys. Thank you very much, Wes. Really appreciate it. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule. Uh, you know, talking to Ninja with his new his new thing, you know, because I know you and him are super tight, and, you know, he always remembers who you are. And uh, thank you to the community for hanging out with us and chilling during this podcast and also big ups to the NZXT clan on destiny 2 because a lot of us 
got through most of the new raid, Garden of Salvation. That's really, really cool. So if you want to play some Destiny 2 with us, definitely hop on because mm. it's super fun. And I was make, doing a dumb smile. I was going to say something. Friendly but reminder that you can now find this podcast on Spotify yep. and soon to be on iTunes and Google Podcasts. And as always, out. SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah. Can I yeah. plug something really quick? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Uh, we're doing a giveaway with Maximilian, dude. So oh, yeah. it's on Twitter. You can win a cool Grandia-themed PC, which is a favorite Saturn PlayStation game of mine. Some more Dreamcast. old man stuff, yeah. yeah. Follow Mr. Sly It's released on Steam. On Grandia HE just came out uh. on Tuesday on Steam. So Mixer.com slash Mr. Sly Guy in the Sky. Yeah. Thanks. See ya. Peace out, fam. <laughs> <laughs>